0: Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson, and this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Hey, everyone, Jana here. Hope you're all having a great day. I was going to record on a completely different topic today than I'm actually going to to discuss. And that is because I don't ever really know exactly, like I, I give myself topic ideas for my podcast and, and then I typically pick one out the day I'm going to record just depending on what's weighing heavy on my mind. And then there's times where I'm just like, I, I know exactly what I'm going to record and I'm going to go do it. And then today, today I thought I knew exactly what I was going to record. In fact, I recorded this episode is episode 48. I actually recorded episode 48 about four days ago. And um, when I went and, and looked at it before I sent it off to my producer, only 10 minutes of the 20 minutes got, got recorded. So not sure how that happened, but you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to. And that is because what I discussed that day wasn't the message that y'all needed to hear. So what I'm going to talk about today is navigating tough relationships, navigating divorce. What I recorded a few days ago on Saturday was actually just about why people get stuck in relationships and choose to stay stuck. It was really, really good, but I realize now that that's just part of really what needed to be discussed, and I'm going to talk about why people get stuck in relationships as well today, but what I felt heavy on my heart that I felt you, my listeners, uh, maybe needed was how to navigate tough relationships and divorce. As many of you know, I have three kids, um, 15, 13, and eight. I'm divorced from their father and have been for a few years now you know, it, it was not an easy divorce. It was very ugly. There's there's no co-parenting relationship there whatsoever. That's just how it is. Dealing with narcissists are not easy. You mix kids in the middle of that and it's just a lot. And so many people struggle in relationships and then you get stuck and and it can lead to a breakup or divorce. Maybe you got kids, maybe you don't. And it can just get really, really ugly. And it's really, really hard to get through emotionally for both men and women. And I have so many people ask me, you know, like, how did you get through that? What did you do? Especially when someone unfortunately has that occur in their life. They always come like, Jana, like I know you went through this and how did you get through it? Like I I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like I can't breathe. And so that's the message that I felt like I needed to to talk about today. So much of what I do in helping people is with the mindset because your mindset is the foundation to everything in your life. Okay. So if you have an unhealed, broken mindset, then everything else (laughs) is right. Like you can't build a solid house on a cracked foundation, it's eventually going to fall. Right. If you are going through a really hard time in your relationship right now, whether you're married or not, and you're struggling, I want you to sit with yourself, not with friends, not with anyone, just you. And I just want you to ask yourself, are you putting up with something you shouldn't be putting up with? Uh, maybe there's been, someone's been unfaithful or you were lied to, or you've just been disrespected too much. Or Maybe y'all, maybe you've grown apart. Maybe you fell in love too quickly and you didn't really get to know each other. And then you move in and life starts and, you combine, you know, lives and friends and, and activities and, you know, communication is poor. Poor communication is a huge factor in a relationship being successful or not. Knowing each other's love language. That's another one. I used to think that the love language thing was a bunch of bullshit. So it's like, well, everybody likes to be told. That they're loved and everyone likes to be shown that they're love. But that's actually there's actually a lot of truth to the love language. I actually used to just be words of affirmation. Like I, you know, that's all I wanted. And now the words of affirmation are not my top priority. It is, it is the actions. Because you can tell someone you love them all day long, but if your actions don't are not in alignment, then the words don't mean anything. Right. And, you know, I think it's really, really important to have really good communication. I'm a fighter, right? Like I don't like to give up on people, have a hard time letting go of something that, you know, maybe I don't feel like I've exhausted every avenue on fixing stuff because that's just, that's just how I am. Right. You know, that works good for me and it can be my downfall as well. For example, that warrior fighter aspect is what got me through Lyme disease. That's what gave me the willpower I needed to overcome and eradicate Lyme from my body and heal myself 100%. And it's what got me through a tumultuous divorce and a whole lot of other shit. But that same, that same willpower has made me hold on to relationships that I should have let go of much, much sooner than I did. And so I say that because I know that a lot of people are are that way. A lot of people stay in a relationship because it's comfortable. They become complacent. They don't think they can do any better. Maybe the, the other person has brainwashed them or manipulated them, right? And Torn their self esteem and their self confidence to shreds, and they just they don't even feel worthy, right? Um, and then you have people that stay together because they have kids, and there's a ton of ton of reasons that people stay together when they shouldn't. And what happens is the more that time goes by, the harder it is to leave. The harder it is to do the right thing. The more a wedge is driven between the two of you. You know, I I don't do the whole elephant in the room thing. If for some reason you're not familiar with that, that just means the unspoken issue between two people that nobody wants to bring attention to and discuss. I absolutely do not do that. I I want everything figured out. I don't do elephant in the room. And you know why? Because that elephant's going to keep growing and get really fucking big anything that's not handled, it's not discussed. It just, it gets better inside and, and it turns into resentment. And I don't want that. Don't assume that your partner knows what you're thinking or how you feel. Okay. We get so comfortable in relationships that we just kind of stop asking the other one, how they feel. And look, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a couple's counselor. I'm not. I am a nutritionist. I'm a health coach, a mindset coach, an author, a mom, and uh, and a woman who's just been through a lot of shit. And wisdom does not come with age. Wisdom comes when you choose to overcome a tough time. That's how you gain wisdom. So you can gain wisdom at 20 years old, and you can gain gain it at 50. Just. Choosing to overcome something and learning the lesson. That's how you get wisdom. So I have a whole lot of wisdom. I'm so analytical. that drives people crazy sometimes, but it also is how I understand everything. What I don't understand is that like first when you meet someone, right? And you get the butterflies and you're like, oh my God, they're the one. Everything that you do in the beginning of that relationship, right? When it's the lovey-dovey butterfly, nothing's wrong in the world phase. All that you do and all that that other person does in the relationship, in the beginning, that's all that you know. You just met this person. You know them for exactly what they are showing you and telling you. Vice versa. Okay, here we are. Moving along. You fall in love with each other. Okay. Again, all you know is what has been said and what has been shown. That's it. That's all you know. All right. A few months into the relationship, still going strong. A few more months, getting comfortable, starting to know them. And then a few more months go by. And what happens is we get comfortable. We get settled in our ways. We get new habits. We're adapting to each other and each other's lives and and combining and meshing it together. And then this right here, my friends, this next thing I'm about to tell you begins what can be the downfall in a relationship, which is you stop doing all of those things that you each did in the beginning that worked and made you fall in love with each other. Yeah, that's what it is. It drives me absolutely batty. It really, really does. That's... That was my biggest fear when I met my now husband, right? I had been divorced. I had three kids. I'd been through hell and back. I wasn't looking for a man. I didn't want a man. I was enjoying quite enjoying my alone time and being single. I really was because it was the first time in my life that, that I had craved and enjoyed being by myself. And I was just like, man, I'm good. Like, honestly, I could go 10 years, you know? Being single, and I mean that really do, and then and then here here he came, right? And I was his nutritionist, and then we built this friendship, and we we became like best friends. But as but as it started to turn into something more, I got scared, rightfully so. I'd been through hell and back, and I just you know I told him everything, right? Like this is how I am, this is how I feel, this is, these are my fears, and I remember telling him I'm afraid that you know, like this is how it is in the beginning, but it doesn't stay that way. It never does. It just doesn't. I was so scared that I think sometimes I was trying to push him away because I thought, well, if you're really meant for me and you got what it takes, I can't push you away. I was hard on him. I I mean, straight up hard on him. But that's my mentality, right? I've been through hell and back and I don't, I don't believe you can push the right people away. So anyways, I share that with you because a lot of times people just don't say the littlest things on their minds. They're so scared to tell their partner what it is they feel or maybe what their fears are and, and fear that their partner will think that they're insecure or not confident or whatever. So you just don't say anything. And I probably over communicate because I don't want anyone to ever, to ever assume. I want them to know. It's important to know everything about each other because the good and the bad, because that's how you know why your partner is the way they are, why they think the way they think, why they have the reactions they have. And my husband now is, I mean, it's the first healthy relationship I've ever had with a man. Yes, including my father. I have never had a healthy relationship with a man ever. And so it was a hurdle because when you've never had when you've never had a healthy relationship with a man in love, you don't know what's you don't know what's normal or what's not. You only know the normal you've been exposed to. And then you figure out it's not normal and it's just it's a lot. There was always this question in the back of my mind, like, when is that gonna stop? Like that's he won't continue to do that and he'll turn and da-da-da-da. And I had to, I had to work through that shit. I really, really did. Thank God he was patient. But if you don't feel like someone loves you unconditionally, it's not the right relationship. Also, you cannot receive the kind of love that you so desperately want and desire, and 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 right, rightfully earned if you don't even give it to yourself. So until you love yourself fully and accept yourself fully you're not going to attract the kind of friendships and relationships and those deep connections that you so desperately want. I because as I've said before love is love is not blind it's the lack of love for ourselves that makes us blind. That's really true. Because when you don't love yourself you accept things in mediocrity that you would not normally accept because you have much lower standards and boundaries. But when you love yourself and create your own happiness and accept yourself, then you don't accept anything less than. If you're stuck in a relationship right now, if you're having a hard time, I want you to have some alone time with yourself, do some self-reflection. I want you to ask yourself, is what you're dealing with, is it something that can be overcome? Did they cross a boundary that cannot be uncrossed? Did they do something that just it, you can't come back from? Is, is that person, did they embody all that you want and need? Are you with them for the right reasons? If any part of you is with someone and not leaving them just because you fear you can't do any better, you don't want to lose the friendships and the life you have, or you know, just see what happens, something else will come along. If any you have any of those thoughts, please get out. Like leave the relationship. That's not fair to them or yourself. And then the other one, this might be a touchy. Subject, but I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about it. So, so when I was married um, to my ex-husband, the father of my three kids, I put up with a lot of shit I should never put up with. I forgave uh, a lot of things, a lot of betrayal that I, I swore I would never put up with, and I forgave. And that's when I realized, like. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm forgiving. And I knew I was doing that for my kids. And I put up with so much and I had been torn to pieces, lost my my self-esteem and my self-worth. But after the divorce and I did a lot of healing and internal work on my mindset, I realized how much shit I put up with because of my kids. And you can't recognize anything in other people that you yourself have not experienced and overcome. So if some of the things I'm about to share with you, if I would have seen, you know, before I went through hell in my past last marriage, I I, I wouldn't have recognized it. At least not the same way. What I'm saying is that I want to say is don't use the excuse that you're just staying in a relationship or in a marriage because of the kids. I don't really care what anyone thinks about it. I've been on both sides of the tracks. I'm going to tell you this much. Yes, it sucks when I don't have my kids with me because they're with their father half the time, but nothing sucks as bad as being in a unhappy, miserable marriage and not being able to be myself. What am I showing my kids by staying like that? What am I showing them? Because my kids never would have seen me become my true self. They would never have seen their mom become a number one bestselling author. They never, I never would have had that had this podcast or Be Who or Where I Am Today. My kids are proud of me. My kids now get to see what a healthy relationship is between two people now that I'm, I've remarried. They now get to fully feel and see and be in my energy that I've created in my home for them. It was never possible and never would have been possible for me to give these things to them in that marriage please don't use that as an excuse because your kids deserve so much better as, as well. Yeah, it's it sucks. Yeah, it wasn't your plan. But you know what? That's just how life is. You have one life to live. How do you want to live it? It is okay to be single. It's okay to be alone. Being alone does not mean that you're lonely. Lonely is what happens when you don't create your happiness within yourself. And you think you constantly need that supply, that fulfillment from other things and other people. All right, my friends, I'm gonna leave you here with this. I'm gonna be discussing this more in some future episodes. But I would love to hear what you think. So you can DM me on Instagram, revive by Jana. You can leave a comment below. Or if you're on YouTube, you can leave a comment as well. Please share my show with your friends. And sign up for my newsletter on my website, Revived by Jana, if you haven't. Just thank you all for listening and for your support. And I hope you all have a great week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show and make sure and go to revivedbyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at revivedbyjana to see my health tips and advice.